What's good, people? Sleep easy. We're back doing a special episode tonight. Um, we're doing Travis Scott, Look, Mom, I Can Fly, the documentary. But before but, we get into that, make sure you hit us up on Instagram, the Lyricist Lounge, with a little underscore at the end, or just type in the Lyricist Lounge, and we'll be the first guys that pop up. Yep. We're reamping things, so stay tuned. Big things to change. Big things to come. Uh, again, we have Aaliyah back on again. Yes, uh, you do. Hello. How you doing, girl? I'm doing great, doing gravy. How y'all doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I'm I think good. we, for the most part, of we all just got off work. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, well, this two-thirds, podcast is in pain yet. I've, I, I've been off for a very long time. All right, Matt, you don't really count. Let's just <laughs> Crickets. Anyways. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, let's man. just get right into it, bro. Let's get right into it. Um, so, right off the gate, let me, let me state that my opinion on this, this documentary, for one, I, I went to that, the uh, World uh, tour. Yeah, same. I went to that, same. that concert. Same. I did um, not. You did not? Yes. I you, did you, not. You, Damn, Matt, it, it you missed was, out. It, I mean, Diddy, though, it was an interesting concert. It was like my man had me waiting two hours for him to come on. Oh, bro. And he only, was, had Czech West, he only had Czech West come in and play two songs and then dip. In my opinion, <laughs> it was worth the wait. It was a wild-ass performance. And that man had a roller coaster, and I ain't never seen nothing like that. So it went in my book. Uh, I <laughs> fell asleep in the wait. I literally took a nap. So when, when he came on, it's I was ready. I was good old. to go. Oh, bro, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> okay. Also, the people, the people, the fans have been talking, and they're like, "Damn, dude, Sylvester's skin is glistening." I don't know about it's that. Like immaculate. Anyway, moving on. Somebody get the full. So, somebody get the Q, <laughs> GQ magazine. The on Travis this Scott documentary. Um. So yeah, uh, right off the gate, what I realized about this is majority of the documentary is just my man fucking stage diving or somebody stage diving. I feel like. 90% of the documentary, so it was just stage diving. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bro. I don't know. I, I was like, at, at first I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then all of a sudden, like, after like the 900th stage dive, I'm just like, damn, dude, like, what is going on? What am I watching? Yeah. So, so would you say that, you, so you're saying you did not enjoy this documentary? Um, honestly, I could have lived without it. I mean, I didn't like it. wasn't waste of time because it was some parts were dope to see. I did enjoy some of them, but mm-hmm. I just think they could have just used with a little less stage diving. Uh, Aaliyah, but uh, Aaliyah, you love the documentary. So I am a huge fan of like the production value, just like the the film as a whole, and just to be able to get a little behind the scenes scoop of like anybody's career music career and being able to like see them record with all their homies and like the way that they vibe in the studio mm-hmm. i'm just a big fan of like those behind the scenes like yeah. footage yeah so I hear that. for me i was like i was feeling it from beginning to end i was like so, take me there I mean, take me where you were when you but thought that can't of be this the only baseline though right because otherwise you're saying anybody who just does a documentary you're gonna love it if if they're Showing how if, they created their music. Exactly. If it's that type of style. And if I already like the artist, Travis Scott. Oh, if Scott's you like the music. Of, right, right, right. Yeah, right. he's like one of my tops. So, I mean, it was, a, it, was a, it was a win in my book for sure. So, here's the thing. I, I've never understood. Like, I, I like some of Travis Scott's music. 
a lot of it. The homies from Houston. I'm from Houston. Mm-hmm. I rock with that. Astroworld was like a big deal in my life. So I was rocking with that. Right. Honestly, that's what I was about to ask you too, Matt, is do you remember that theme park oh, hell yeah. in Houston? Oh, yeah. Like you actually went too, there? Because you're Bro, from Houston. Season pass. See, I'm done. Okay. So like we didn't have, I didn't grow up poor. I'm not going to say I grew up poor, but like we didn't have like a ton of money. Right. And so my parents would buy us a season pass. Duh, that was our daycare. <laughs> that was the like, shit for on you? the weekend. Yeah, like on the weekend, they would get up early and they would just, but like they would drop us off at Astroworld, like, and then they would go home and we would be there for like eight, to, <laughs> like eight hours. Yeah, and it was super turnt. But then the problem was the his generation probably were, were the guys. Bro, it just kept getting worse. Like on the weekends, it was a thing. You go to the parking lot, somebody was getting in a fight. And it was like all these high oh, school kids, damn. like people like, yeah, like it was, it was getting like rowdy super, like that. Yeah, it was getting super hood. Uh and so like every time at school, you'd be like, Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. I got in a fight up at Astro He got jumped. And they were like, it was real big, uh, like getting jumped out there. Uh so damn. like I just knew, like, dope, bro. We gotta be out of here by seven. Because the walk back to the parking <laughs> lot once it that. gets dark. Homie, I'm not getting stomped out. I only roll with a crew of like three guys, bro. We ain't doing that. Wow. So that that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. So that's probably a big reason why they shut that oh, shit yeah, down. Oh, yeah, that absolutely was. Yeah, yeah, that was. That was one of the main reasons. Uh, that I, at ghetto. least maybe that's what I thought was one of the main reasons. Maybe there was more to it than that. But, I mean, people were going. <laughs> they were just getting beat up. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yeah, I so thought it was like some financial kind of thing. But I'm going to be uh, real honest. I didn't even know Astral World was a theme park until I watched this documentary. Like, that's another reason why <laughs> I fuck with this documentary because it kind of taught me a lot. I was like, oh shit. You know what? Theme? So it taught me something. Because, mm-hmm. so like, I like Travis Scott, some of his music. I like the Astral World album a lot. I never understood why so many people gravitated to his music. And now I'm wondering since it's like seen as super turnt. Yeah. To the point where people just rage. It looks like oh, kind of like a for sure. It's a, definitely it's, a vibe. But my conf- but the so here's my problem. They talk about him like he's this crazy musician and artist though. And like I saw it, like his performance, like when he wilds out on the dude and he's like, yo, you keep like panning in from the side that shot that side vantage point. That shit is trash. I need you like forward and I need the roller co- I need you to catch the roller coaster like when the beat drops. Yeah, and he was like, kind of like ripping into the whole staff yeah, for a yeah, minute. Yeah, dude. I, I, I saw that like, I was like, damn. Yeah, and I was like, yo, like this dude. I like, got he's a little got a turned vision. on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was like, ooh, say it with your chest. Oh, yes, Travis. <laughs> That's hot oh. for sure. <laughs> but I was gonna say to do this. So wait, wait, wait. That's a hot take right there, bro. Side note then. So like when somebody just like mad hates their meal and they just throw that shit right back at you guys, does that shit turn you on? No, that's not the same at all. You're missing it. And that's why you can <laughs> no, never no, no, be no. that type of dude, Sylvester. No, you like say for it. example, like, yo, you you made my you made my drink wrong. Like I wanted lime, you no. definitely put lemon. Like, that, it, should, like see yo, the wrong angles right now. Like, yo, once it hits the three quarter line, bro, I need that shit to turn off right then. No more <laughs> bubbles in my drink. <laughs> and then like you're like yo you know what this guy is a real mover i'd be like you know what you got it tell me <laughs> tell me more <laughs> tell me exactly how you want your drink shit i'm here to you're please saying you saying it with your chest right now <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh uh, my god but yeah so his music so like i see like where people relate to his music i still don't necessarily understand his like artistry because 
uh, I do think that he's real unique with the auto tune and he took it to like a whole new level, but he mm. birthed so many guys that have destroyed his sound. And I'm just like, bro, just destroyed, stop not his destroyed fault, in a like bad way or, uh, um, I think they so destroyed his value. Can you name anybody specifically that did that? Uh, Every single little and young guy that came after him, they all use auto-tune nonstop. They all have the same ad-libs. If it's not, it's lit, it's yeah. Yeah, I get it. If it's not this, it's that. I think I'm I'm going to name-drop Don Tolliver. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So he actually is in this documentary quite a bit, and he, he was in the song Can't Say. And Mm -hmm. after I saw him in the documentary, I kind of, like, looked him up and, like, to see, like, his own music. And he's not bad. I mean, like, I'd be excited to see more of, like, what he brings to the table this year. And I think that that's kind of what they set up for him, like, being in the documentary. They They set it up for sure. For sure. Because he's also part of the the Cactus Jack. Yeah. Bro, but my question team. is, like, why are you signing more auto-tune turn-up guys over? Because that's what's selling right now, man. That's what he knows. I mean, that's what he knows as there's, well. There's plenty of things that are selling. Let's get that right, though. Auto-tune is selling, but, I mean, you don't have to sell auto-tune. But, I, I, okay. I Matt mean, I'm just hates saying, auto-tune. Just bro, for I'm just saying, like, everybody. everybody all, the, all the people listeners know that Matt hates auto-tune. So, moving on. We don't. The, the people <laughs> we don't, don't need to. We don't yeah, the people that. don't look, need to continue to hear this, This is the one curveball I had, though. On that SNL performance, when the homie is low-key singing a slow jam. Oh, with John Mayer and With whatnot. John Mayer and yeah. James Blake, bruh. And, James and this Blake. dude is singing in this mic, and the auto-tune filter is kicking off. I was cracking, bruh, I'm cracking up. I'm like, nah, why? <laughs> just, <laughs> just why? You got two great vocalists here. Why are we doing that? <laughs> Bro, because that's what he was feeling like that day. Leave him alone. I, all right, I hear you. I mean, I'm look. I'm rocking with the homie. Astro Rose is a super dope album. Yeah. Too. Do you think that they would have like put this um, Netflix documentary out had he not been nominated for a Grammy? Though, you know what I mean. Like, if it didn't mm. do well, I don't oh, think. Oh no, no. Well, no. Success breeds more attention. So yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. If he wasn't nominated for the Grammy, I mean, I don't think. No, I don't think so. So what but, my question is is, I wonder if they had this in like in the forefront of their minds the whole time, like, oh, we're we're gonna make a documentary. This album's gonna do well. We already know it, and then we're gonna like put it on Netflix. Like, how do y'all have all this footage already? Well, Dude, but I mean, they, that's the thing for artists happens. now, though. They're always following by a camera crew. Yeah, always, you got to like big artists. Like I've I've noticed that too, and I thought the same thing you thought, and then I just realized because they all do I did, like they all just have that on hand that's why like after concerts or anything the first thing you see on ig is just like videos of them and yeah. pictures of them because they're just rolling with their crew all the time yeah that makes sense So like they had that just prepped um but yeah like in this documentary they show his reaction of the grammys and him losing his grammy and like to cardi b um <laughs> yeah my man my man was not happy bro he was not that's happy. like a that was a big that's still like kind of like the smoke still settling from like the controversial like his reaction to cardi b winning and then like he tweeted something stupid after and he was like oh but you know my album is still the best or something and cardi b clapped back and was like wow that's that's crazy because i low-key like i stay promoting Astro World and I and I promoted Astro World when it first dropped and like she was big mad and Travis came back and like apologized and shit. That that smoke is literally still settling. They got in a little everybody, tiff. everybody was mad from fucking Cardi B. Like I mean, people guys. There was gas everywhere. Flames <laughs> flames were everywhere. People like that building was on fire. 
Bro, Cardi B put out a thick ass album. Like she shit. did put out a sick ass album, that and Cardi B's just a dope person. Yeah, I think that's like what sells the most. She, she didn't put out the best rap album of the year. Is all I'm saying. But neither did Travis Scott. But I mean, whatever. Victory Lap was the best album. But <laughs> all right. Anyway. Oh, now we get anyway. But um, you can. So- <laughs> <laughs> You know what what, uh, what I think is also interesting about this documentary is um, the song Sicko Mode, who was co-produced mm-hmm. by Mike Dean. There's a there's a moment in that documentary where it's like literally two days until World is like supposed to be released. And he was like, we're just waiting on some vocals right now for, yeah. for the song Sicko Mode. And they, he, he didn't say who literally two days before World was supposed to be released. And then it cuts to... Travis Scott listening but to knew, Drake's but you verse. We all knew. We I knew, didn't know. But, I didn't know. Oh, I was absolutely. like, damn. Drake. How did you not know? You've heard Sicko Mode. No, I I know I've heard Sicko Mode, but isn't there's someone else on that a track too though? No. Like there no, could it's be. Just Drake. And also, it's just Drake. it didn't say it didn't say that they were waiting specifically for it for well, verse it, for but Sicko they Mode. Shown, they had shown like almost all the other songs, and I was crossed like, off the list. And like, a, and yeah, Sicko Mode. Like, Sicko Mode like, wasn't on the Billboard thing. When are they going to address it? Literally, Drake's verse comes in, and Travis is like, "Yeah, we're we're done. The album's ready." I'm like, "My nigga, Drake comes in two days prior to this album being released, and Travis Scott has been working on it for three years. <laughs> this motherfucker the, just yeah. comes in and basically like amps it so far up. Like the quick, the I just wonder how long, like, because this happens a lot on rap albums. But like, my question is like, how long did you give Drake to like get in a creative mind with the true beat? That's like, yo, this is the beat. Here's my verses. Because I wouldn't be surprised if, like, he got that, like, Drake got it, like, a week before and was like, yo, all right, well, I got to get in the right mindset to flame the track somehow. And, and I think it's for a while. So a, a fun fact, and then it's kind of, like, unrelated to this a little bit, but um, do you guys know who Trippy Red is? Yeah. yeah. So Trippy Red released a statement just the other day about how, like, last year um, his mind wasn't right or some shit, and he ended up getting... Drake sent him a song that he wanted him to feature on, and he gave him, like, six weeks, and the guy never finished the song. Mm-hmm. Like, Trippie Tripp was like, yo, my mind wasn't right. Like, I was just wasn't there, and I fucked up real bad. Mm. And he's like, and the song that Drake sent me was God's Plan. No oh way. Yeah, so he could have been on God's Plan. What a little bitch. And he just wasn't <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn. I bet he, hate, he might as well retire. Dude, like that's gotta you, be the biggest L of your career. Weeks. Oh, absolutely, that's the biggest. I could have came career. up with the verse. Like, hit me up next time, anything, Drake. Yeah, I got throw you. Anything bro. at it. Shit, Bruh, Give me the, give me the Kanye Scooby Doo Wop. Put me like, on the ones and bruh. twos. The Scooby Poo. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro, like, <laughs> But yeah, so like, I'm sure Drake had a while. But I mean, the thing that we also got to remember is, I think a lot of times people get these songs when they're like busy, like they're recording their Correct, own album, they're, doing their own stuff, they're yeah, on they're tour, touring or they're like doing yep. all this kind of none other shit, and like they had to find time to do it. Yeah, right. bro. Do y'all it's like us trying to find time to like re- like record this podcast. Hey, you know? and you it's know what? Like that. That, that is not easy. Turns no, out, it's not. People have lives somehow. Uh, exactly. So here's my next question. Travis is hella weird. That's a statement. Yeah, that's. The I question. was about to say. Let's <laughs> yeah. work on. The qu- <laughs> let's here we go. Here comes sentences. the question. Here comes the question right here. Why is he so weird with these fans when he's driving by them? Did y'all feel like that was hella weird? Like, I he didn't just would, feel like, like that was weird, bro. He would like stick his head like oddly out and just like <laughs> ups, in like this like observing face, and he's like, 
I feel like you <laughs> look weird right now. And you're, yeah, that's what that's, he was doing. There's no way. No, no, he did not look anything like Sylvester, that. Sylvester, please tell me you noticed this, though. Dude, I, I don't know about like that look, but I did notice that he was being real weird with his fans. Like it was weird to me that like sometimes he'd be like, "Yo, let's say what's up," and then sometimes he'd just be like, "Nope," and roll up that window so quick. Bro, when the, when they like when they boxed him in because like he was create he was creating like chaos when they're driving by. He would stick his head out and yep. like look at the crowd, and they'd be like, "Yo, Travis," but he wouldn't really say anything. He'd just be like. <laughs> yep. How is that not weird to y'all? I don't know, man. Maybe maybe my dude's got like some some weird social anxiety and he doesn't really know how to act, but he really wants to connect with the fans. So yep. he's I like trying. Um, <laughs> I think the best part of the documentary was the reactions though. Like his reactions, like for example, when he did get um the verse from Drake from Sicko Mode, mm-hmm. like he was like Freaking out, and yeah. then he was like, "Yo, my man just said checks over stripes, bro." We when he back, heard the checks baby. over stripes, the we homie back. lost it, bro. Yeah, yeah, that he was, was like, that yeah. was a cool reaction to see. Like again, like that whole behind the scenes thing. Like also, um, bystanders. That's like one of my favorite fucking songs. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. Songs. And when they were making that, I was like getting hyped too. Like when I saw that for the first time, I was like, because this is how I felt when I first heard the song myself. So just to see Travis Scott react too. I mean, like... When I the homie like... had the blanket over the head? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that shit was fucking Yo, phenomenal. if my if my audio sounds like fire right now, when on the podcast, when I listen back, I may have to make this a full-time thing. I think you should. He has a blanket <laughs> over his head right now, by the way, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he did... They had an interesting part in the, in the uh, documentary where his dad is giving some audio of how he, like, left Travis... Uh, to like ride his bike, like he was teaching him to ride his bike, and he had to leave and go to work. And like Travis, when he left, couldn't do it. And then um, by the time he came back, he was like, you know, like he could do it then. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be like his. I think that was like his bounce back moment thing with the whole like Grammy, like because he was like real mad about the Grammy thing. And then you see him right. like with then talking to the mayor, and he's like saying um, the mayor is saying like you know like. I can tell these kids that I failed before, it, and it doesn't matter. You got to keep trying. Yeah. Uh, only a few will hear me, but when you say it, it's gonna mean something. And then it's he got the resonate, key to the city, yeah. bruh. Mm-hmm. Like I had like that that whole part right there. Like that part was super dope, and that was the moment when I was like, bro, I don't know what the F Sylvester's talking about. This documentary is fire as hell. I mean, <laughs> that that part was cool and everything, but like, why was his daddy not there when he learned how he had, to ride a bike? But he had to go. <laughs> Okay, that's all. That's all I got out of that. I was like, "Damn, your daddy wasn't there." Because <laughs> no, he was saying like he yourself. keeps working at. Because he keeps working at it. Yeah, like I mean, that, like that's resiliency. That's no, dope. I get like, it. I get it. But his dad was saying it like you know. Don't he, come for. Don't come for the dad, bro. You I'm coming for the dad. You better be there for your kid. <laughs> you already ice trippy red on a in a major way. Now you coming for Travis's dad. Come on. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Stone Cold right now, man. She's killing people out here. Um, so like it's not that I don't like this this documentary. I just think that we could do with a little less cr- like crowds diving into this, you know. And a little hey, bit more Kylie it. Jenner. Hey, yo, Dude, did y'all I laugh? Felt, you I wanted more Kylie in it? A little bit Dude, more. I felt Kylie. like we were keeping them well, the Not so much like, Kylie. I mean, much, that would have been cool to see too, but Dude, that baby Stormy is the cutest 
Little baby. Gosh, mixed okay. babies are so cute. Oh, we're not Why doing am that. I so cute? <laughs> we're not doing that. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. No, babies but, in general are cute. Keep it moving. No, but for real, I that I love that kid. Like that baby's super cute. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, their whole family is super cute. And I, I like to I was a the fact that she kind of made a couple appearances, that was dope. Dude, I felt like that shit was awkward. I know you guys probably fuck, don't care, bro. but you know. I could care. Yeah, I'm just giving yeah, but I, uh, I mean, Aaliyah the still face right now. Like, I know bro. my sister really liked it because she also keeps up with the Kardashians. You know, hey, but but like I thought that shit was mad awkward, bro. Mad awkward <laughs> when when they were eating dinner together oh, and, they and they're like not there. saying a word. I'm like, damn, these guys are like not intimate at all. Like, what's happening? And then like kiss each other on the cheek and then go in separate cars and dip out. And I'm just like, whoa. I don't think this that is was like. I, I mean, some weird you know, ass funny, shit. I kind of think that is like hella intimate uh, to be to like show those moments of like because like sometimes like me and Daniel like we just like we don't talk like right. we're just like comfortable in a person's space space for so long it's just like whatever I'm just chilling. It was funny that he kissed her on the cheek and like took off, but I think he was like so like when the crowd happens like he gets like weird. That's what I was saying. Like he gets in this observant mode. Yeah, she pulled his hand. To pull him back over. I noticed that too. Because he was yeah. about to leave. And she was yeah. like, uh-uh, motherfucker. You yeah. gonna give me that kiss yeah. right before you go. Yeah. And then like like two minutes later, they show him in the car together in a different thing. And they're like, he's like all over or whatever. Yeah. Because they're like in privacy and like they're in their vibe or whatever. Uh, but bro, I mean, the dude is mad weird, bro. That's what I got from all of that. A lot of artists bro. are though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I wish... I honestly wish that Tyga made an appearance. Bro, okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, okay, wow. We go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um oh. there was some there was another standout moment that I wanted to bring up to you. Oh, the, the on the crowd surfing. So oh, God. The, the crowd surfing is still dope to me though. Like, I mean, I would never in a million years be caught dead near any of this uh madness that's happening and these kids are out of their effing minds. And we can get to that in a minute. But when the black dude gets is about to get thrown out of the concert, he's like, no, we security ain't throwing nobody out. And he pulls this dude on stage, bro. And he get the dude is in like a trance, like mm-hmm. just zoned up, fuming, bro. And Travis is like tapping on the shoulder, like, bro, go do it. Bro, go do it. And I'm like, oh my God. And then the beat snaps and the homie takes off. And I was like, nah, this is like, oh my God. I Madness. just went super That was so cool to see. Yeah. I'm glad someone got that on film. Yeah, yeah, that was that, fire. It was that was hella dope. I like that. I thought that was cool too. Yeah, that was hot. I mean, but like maybe that was could have been the only one that we needed to see. We didn't need to see it the whole time. I hear you. Uh also these people that are getting taken to the hot like what's happening in that mosh pit, bro? Have you never, have you never been, been in a, a mosh pit? pit? <laughs> no, I would never go in one. I mean, I've seen documentaries, but I'm saying like <laughs> Mad's little bro, fairy dainty ass. Picking people no, out. I would and never. He's like, "Yo, get that person right there, bro. They're laid out. Can we get yeah. paramedics?" So she, she gets crazy. Let me, let me break down a mosh. Break it down, quick, bro. Let me break this down for you. So, you've gone to a concert before, right? Bro, Chance yeah. used to have crazy mosh pits. I would be at Chance's, but I would get away from that immediately. So, as you know, people drink before the concert. Some people <laughs> perform, and other activities at the concert yeah, yeah. and then you go into the middle of this pit with a bunch of people and you get jam-packed you're getting pushed around you're getting hot as fuck um you're instantly just like taking a bunch of diuretics and you dehydrate and people mm. will just like faint and like mm-hmm. get heat strokes and bruh. just like bro 
can't handle that shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or like, what happens too is is a lot of people get smashed into the front of the fence and just like pass out because of just being like all that oh, pressure yeah, on the them. Oh yeah, the pressure. Yeah, they talk and not about being able to breathe. It, yeah, Aaliyah, it gets pretty been rowdy. In, you you've been in the mosh pit? Um, no, I don't. I've been near one, and wow, I've been. Wow, she comes at <laughs> math over not being in a mosh pit. And she's like, um, this no, is, I've listen, been near one. This is, you did hear that I like Can Kylie I Jenner, right? Talk? <laughs> listen, it's not. I mean, I've been caught in one on accident, but it wasn't like I was intending on being there, and that is why I stay far, far away from them now. <laughs> <laughs> because it was not a fun time. I was stressed the fuck out the whole time. I yeah. was like, this is, I don't know how y'all can like, this is like the way, how you guys have fun. No, this ain't fun. This is fucking <laughs> nerve wracking. Um, it is bad. So I stay bad. away. I like to watch motherfuckers be stupid and push each other around from like a very far distance. Exactly. That's why, that's why I think World Star is so popular. Right. Or like right. the original World Star. I mean, the new one is kind of not hmm. bad, but interesting. But All like right. I mean, if if you guys are ever gonna go in a mosh pit, um, you guys could always go into Juice World's mosh pit. It's a pretty good intro mosh pit for y'all. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. We did a we did an episode. Uh, what it, what was it? Softest mosh pit. Softest this side mosh of the Mississippi. Pot, pit. This side of the Mississippi. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bro, it was crazy. You went in that um, mosh pit. Yeah. Well, I was in the mosh pit regardless, but I went to like because it, it was like at um showbox. No, it was at Century. So, but oh. it was like in the the Wamu theater. So, like the whole thing was just like a giant mosh pit. Mm. And my man like stops the music, gets the crowd ready, makes them like make a huge wave, like a huge gap between everybody. So, like we have like literally a river of emptiness for people to just go bananas in. And then he like plays like um, all girls are the same or something. So everybody's like, oh well, we can't really just slam into each other on this one. Like I need to caught my feels right now. Like, like holy shit, man, these girls did me wrong. I didn't cry really quick. What's happening? Yeah, that and is so, not like, how Travis Scott's like, mosh pits are at all. He gets that shit crazy bonkers. Like yeah. motherfuckers are wilding out and losing their goddamn minds. It's wild. Yeah, I've seen him twice. I've seen him in the Astro World, and I saw him for the Birds in the Trap. And he was like gliding on a bird, and people were just going insane. Yeah. Bro. I may, depending on what he does next album, I may get some nosebleed seats so I can see this tomfoolery yeah, in person. That's kind of where I was at. I t- I saw Astro World live, and I was like way way up. I was right next to the to the exit and the entrance too, so I could get like a a refreshment, a beer, real easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Smart, I was I, like that. I was fucking living the dream. Yeah, that's my speed. Yeah, that's my speed. Yeah. Uh, after seeing him at Birds in the Trap, I, I decided I was gonna stay away from that mosh pit. <laughs> stay as far as possible. Yeah. Like, how do you hold a drink in that mosh pit? I need to like. You, you don't. You smell like drink in that mosh pit because like, <laughs> you just spill it all over yourself, and everybody's spilling it on you. Oh, not the move. Bro, but here's my thing. So here's my thing, though. Like, but when you listen to his music, I don't think mosh pit. I think it is just the the vibe uh, that he's created because sure I don't I don't I agree with you Matt I don't think it's like you know some cra- no bystanders no bystanders like, no bystanders is the one where I'm like okay yeah I understand sicko mode yeah I mean uh, I don't is know sicko mode really mosh pit worthy I mean I guess I mean, if I you turn it so. way up and just like yell into the mic I guess. I think like he gives you a little bit of both though, because then like yeah, you you get it with those, but then you don't get it with like wake up or Yosemite or something like that. So like yeah, like those are like more laid back and slow. So what, okay, so what happens in the mosh pit when Yosemite kicks off though? 
It just uh, coffee or coffee bean. Your coffee, coffee break? Beans. Did you just say- no coffee bean? Coffee bean. The song coffee bean. Oh, dude, you don't want to know what happens when wake up plays, bro. When the weekend starts hitting his vocals, dude, people are just like straight up having sex. Oh, wow. I, well, now it's an absolute wow. must see. Wow. Oh yeah. <laughs> Side note: I went to the weekend's concert as well, and that man, that was people were getting mad intimate during the weekend concert. Oh, I could see that happening. Like I was like, damn. Uh, you know what? I can't bring shit. Daniel there. I may get it. I may try and get it cracking right in the stands myself, bro. Damn. <laughs> hell yeah. Sometimes it'd be like that. You can't wait till you get home or back to the you hotel. Know, especially if I just yelled at her about like getting my bubbles right in my drink, bro. Right. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you got me hot and I'm like, ooh, I can't wait. Like, Daniel's gonna be like, damn, you just said that with your chest. You about to get a you about to get a new drink. Like, damn. Try it. Hey, try it, bro. Try it. Tell me if Yo, tonight. She's gonna try tell some me to get shit. the F, bro. She's gonna tell me if you don't get the F out of my she's face. She's gonna bro. jump on you. She's gonna be like, oh, she's not yeah, gonna be able to handle herself. Bartender's not gonna be able to have time to bring Guys, you a drink. Trying to, y'all are trying to have me single again. <laughs> is what you're trying to <laughs> okay, uh, so here's my, my so next question I got. I didn't learn. So I did, all I learned was how he connected with his fans. I didn't really learn them from the documentary. So I understand we're like Sylvester's like, oh, some of the stuff. I didn't really like they could have toned it down or it wasn't that dope. It's not a must-see. I learned a I'm gonna say I learned a little. I learned a little and I mm. saw how he connects with his fans. But is this someone who's new to Travis Scott? Do they need to see this documentary? If you're saying if someone's mm, new to Travis no. Scott, yeah. like no. don't know a lot about him. What do you mean? New to new yeah, to Travis yeah, new to Travis. Then Scott, I feel like, like yeah, like, I feel like yeah, it would be a cool documentary to see if you like to get you, to jumpstart someone into the Travis Scott experience. Right. No, I think so. This <laughs> is like no, no, because I would say I would say no because like if you don't know Travis Scott, you're not gonna like relate to anything that's going on because it's not like a like this is Travis Scott. This is how everything was made. This is yeah how his life was progressed. Like no, it's just like I mean it kind this of is Travis is, though. Scott. Like it this shows is mayhem. This is crazy. Like, like, but like, if you don't start off like with like, say, rodeo or or um, the one right before that, I forgot what that one was called. But anyways, like those ones all have like crazy craziness, and like that's like the beginning of the mosh pit era mm. of him. So like you're like missing like which they don't touch on, and I feel like that's like the leading. Like okay, point. so then you're saying so this is for real Travis Scott fans just to watch. Oh, for some sure, craziness. for sure. Because because like imagine being like somebody that's just like a, has never heard of Travis Scott just playing that they'll be like, what the fuck am yeah, I watching? What's going right on? Yeah. yeah, I feel yeah. like you definitely you're not need to any like music. Yeah, you just get mayhem. You for sure need to like listen to a couple of his you know songs and see what he's all about and then maybe watch the documentary and then it's a you know informative documentary. I think I like how they kind of like show home videos it was super cute yeah, how they like cool. start off in houston like at his grandma's yeah. house i think that was mm-hmm. his grandma i think so too which by the way so she's too. like still in the ghetto no, like actually i don't think that is his grandma i think that's his mom because no, his grandma he posted they, a picture of her no but they a while ago she but was remember 90, okay so you remember the scene backstage where his principal and his guidance counselor oh, were there right. yeah, his yeah, mom yeah, was his there mom. yeah yeah and yeah. she was like a, a little bit younger that's the only yeah. way that i kind of oh, put you know, yeah, yeah. his mom was like young looking that part was super that was a super fire it was uh, like moment that was it super was. dope oh you know what i'm glad you just said that two two standout moments duh so that moment where, because you find out that like Travis really struggled in school or whatever, yeah, and right. like this counselor like just 
like worked with him and then you see like his mom like she just like breaks down like how happy she is to like see the counselor or whatever who like worked with her son mm-hmm. but then the other moment they show like they address the controversy of uh like Travis performing at the Super Bowl and that oh, was yeah. that was the other thing that I was like bro this is dope because like I never really I didn't really care if he performed or not but to see it was like this was his his performance was his Super Bowl like he like that's his if you were in the pros you want to go to the championship this is like one of his championship moments why would right. he not right. perform there right uh so that was I thought that was real cool. I thought it was Dude, really I, cool that he slid into Tom Brady's DMs asking for his jersey to get signed. That should kill me. It was like a, a little moment where Travis Scott is like fangirling out over Tom <laughs> yeah, Brady. Exactly. And Tom Brady just l- fucking left him on red. <laughs> yeah, bro. The struggle's real even for Travis Scott. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that part was hilarious. Um, I think that's like yeah, the relatability so, moment. Yeah. So, yeah, that was hella yeah, that's hella relatable. Uh do you really think that Tom Brady didn't give him a get him a signed jersey though? <laughs> There's no way Tom Brady uses actual no. Instagram. He's oh, got that's, he's that's got prob- like, social yeah, media. Right. Yeah, 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 that's true. Duh. Come on, man. Uh but yeah, so I mean I like I liked it a lot. Um surprisingly, because I went in like being like, bro, I'm about to be bored out of my mind, homie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought what was cool is that we got the little clips. So one of the things is I didn't like, like Aaliyah, I didn't really know Asher World was a, an actual theme park in Houston. Yeah. And then you have that line, which they have from the song um, with him and Lil Uzi and Kanye that didn't make the album, sadly, which is Watch. And it's the single for the album. Um, it's, it's called Watch. And it has that line where the little girl's like, this is the last ride I'm ever going to oh, ride yeah. in Astroworld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, like, I thought that was like, Super dope to put into the the that single, um, mm, yeah, yeah, for the Astro World. But I thought they like made that and curated it specially for the album. And then I was like, oh, Astro World's a real thing, and that was like yeah. an actual real clip, the last clip from Astro World. Like that was dope. Yeah, I like, like again the production <laughs> value of it was was dope. Like it's definitely put together really well, like beginning to end. Yeah, I enjoyed the little moments, those little tiny moments, like where like like that or like. But like not Kanye, all the not Kanye all the flexing surf, his rims. crowd surfing. Oh, Kanye's flexing with the rims for him, bro. Dude, oh my god, shit. those were In so lambo. <laughs> he was like, yeah, it's like military grade. I like how Travis Scott was like calling him sir, like Kanye West. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Kanye West is like, yeah, yeah, you doing great. This is your year. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Tame Impala. That was real interesting to see Tame Impala in this, um, and James Blake in the studio with with Travis. Oh, Tame Impala is like super big in the hip hop. For sure. Yeah, yeah. He's got like what, like six songs, like six, like way big more. Songs? Way well, big songs probably, but he's like yeah. he's like co-produced so many albums or like yeah. been in so many. Like, yeah, I watched like a whole segment on Tame Impala. I, and, I, I'm talking about, but like with him, him. Providing vocals, he's got like six songs, right? Yeah, and like he has like songs in Astro World, a bunch of songs in Astro World. Oh, where he like he was part of the production team, or uh huh, yeah, crazy, yeah. You learn something, you learn mm. more after. And some of these um. songs, like man, some of like like I think he's like has like four songs that Rihanna like borrowed pretty much that were originally oh, Tame Impala songs. Well, and the, she one, like, the big, the same same mistakes or something that yeah. That, 
That was like that, his that's song. That's literally Tame Impala's song. song. Yeah. yeah, she just re-sang it. Uh, but yeah, it hella interesting documentary. So did you guys notice more. though, uh, like in the credits of each song, they kind of like gave a shout out to everybody that was on the song that like helped write it. And there's a lot of people like on Astroworld that helped, you know, make it come alive. Like there, I, I, I remember seeing like John Mayer's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Mayer like plays guitars and something. Yeah. Them. There's just, it, I mean, this is just, that, um, it's not I just Travis Yosemite. Scott. That's, it's like a whole ass production. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's of, got, he's, I mean, he's from the, he's like, if there's anyone who's close to the Kanye meticulous collaborator, it seems like it's this guy. Right. Hip hop. Which is ironic because, I mean, he hangs out with Kanye and he's right. part of that family. Right. So. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. But yeah, I mean, it's no, the same reason those, those why Tiger got on the good music. Right. Um, although I, sometimes I do wonder if like other artists just like they leave people off more often. But Kanye is like real big on if you were in the room and you contributed, I put your name on it. Oh, That's for sure. dope. Yeah. So. I wonder how I wonder if other people leave people off and I'm like, well that's Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. There I mean there's plenty of people, especially the ones that really value the the like um credibility of writing your own rhymes and stuff. Right. Like the fact of doing that is is so unrealistic. Yeah. Like there's so many times where like, for example, somebody could go in there, write their own rhymes, do it. And like even like with Jay-Z, like technically I've seen Jay-Z like in there with like Rick Rubin and he like say something and then Rick Rubin would be like, I think it'd sound better if you just said it like this way. And it's like, sure, it's like exactly what he said, just said differently. But like Rick Rubin doesn't get writer's credit. Oh, I see but what like, you're saying. But that's like enough to like some hmm. people would be like, Oh, oh yo, yeah, Rick Rubin, yeah, help yeah, me some out. People so let me put like, his name yeah, down. You got writer's credit for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. So it's just yeah. like who how you hold that standard i guess I every artist that. is just allowed their own standard we got to get a benchmark somehow yeah so overall what'd you guys think dopeness i think it, yeah if you listen to travis's albums before i think you'd benefit from watching it i agree definitely agree um, i enjoyed it both times I, I enjoyed the moments i just didn't enjoy the diving overall as much. i hear that. yeah but hey. i guess like i guess like it's um, the biggest thing is like if you are a huge Travis Scott fan, that is Travis Scott, and like you probably wanted to see all that mayhem, right? Like yeah. you knew signing up, you're like, oh bro, yeah, I'm about to see some crazy shit on this concert. Yeah, definitely. So like you're going in knowing, but yeah. Um, so that's our review on the. Uh, hey, the I just want to leave y'all with one thing though. What's I'm up? just saying, if there was not 75 artists with auto tune in their voice out right now. I think that Astro World could have been an iconic album. Wow. Okay. I think that's like, saying a lot for you, Matt. I, I feel like it doesn't because they like hit it like a negative and a positive. Well, and, like, well, if you know, no, if, if you know I, math, like a negative times a positive is a negative. It means like, nothing. <laughs> it yeah. means nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just being, but that's the truth though. The value has been belittled. <laughs> and we're out. All right. Well, <laughs> cue the music. <laughs> 